Hello, and welcome to Monumental, where we sit down with entrepreneurs, leaders, visionaries, and big thinkers making monumental change. Here's your host, Evan Holliday. All right, welcome to Monumental, everybody. I'm your host, Evan Holliday, and today on the show, we have on none other than Evan Carmichael. Evan, so glad to have you on. How are you doing today? Thanks for the love, man. Good to be here. Yes, very glad to have you on. Um, I'm really excited to have Evan on here because as, as many of you may know, uh, Evan has done an amazing, phenomenal job of creating just some powerful YouTube videos and creating amazing content uh, where he researches top entrepreneurs, world leaders, boils down their top 10 rules, and he does so much more than that. Uh, he's a master of providing tremendous value to others and helping people tap into their untapped potential. Um, so I, I want to just jump right in and, and let's just start with that and, and go into, you know, why does untapped human potential exist? Oh, wow. I love it. That's a, that's a big question right out of the gate. Um, I think mostly because we don't, we don't learn about it. We don't learn how to, how to find what we love. Uh, look at who is teaching us. It's usually our parents and teachers and, and they don't, for the most part, love their life either. I think there's a serious lack of self-awareness and a lack of self-love. I think chances are the thing that you, I think first off, everybody has Michael Jordan level talent at something, right? Like you are the greatest in the world at something. Now look at how many people are actually doing that. It's a tiny, tiny, tiny piece, right? right? And so if we're listening to people who are not living their dream for advice on how to live our dream, it's just a broken circle. So that's the mission I, on. And I think, I think, you know, with monumental as well. Yeah. And I, I could not agree more with that. I, I think there's, there's this disconnect between, you know, I feel like we're, we should be starting at a very young age um, to be um, becoming more self-aware, helping our children become more self-aware of everybody has this potential inside of them. And like you said, everybody has a Michael Jordan inside of them at whatever they're good at, whatever they're best at their unique ability. Yeah, and I think we're doing it. Like, that's what you're doing. You're doing it here on the Monumental Show. This is, this is what's happening. A, a lot of times, uh, you know, parents will have us do what they did or what their parents did. But chances are the thing that you are Michael Jordan at has nothing to do with what is currently in your family or your community. And maybe they watch the Monumental Show and they get inspired, right? I think it's... it's Growing up, like it used to be, you're, you have a really narrow circle of who you listen to, right? It's definitely the people who are in your immediate family and then obviously the schools. And maybe you read a couple books and something sparks, right? Somebody reads Think and Grow Rich or Tony Robbins' book and something sparks. But now there's so many different opportunities. There's so many voices out there. There's so many people trying to be a force for good that I think it's just, I think I'm, I only have hope and positivity for humanity and where we're going. I love it. And how do people, how do people get through all the noise? Because I know there's not all of the advice out there is good advice. You test, you know, you test, you taste, you see, uh, you, you listen to a bunch. If you're, if you're loving Evans, it's weird that I'm on with another Evan. It doesn't usually happen <laughs> on these shows. I know, right? I'm not talking about myself in the third person. You know, if, if you're, <laughs> If you're loving Evan's advice, you give it a test. Like somebody says, hey, check out the Monumental Show. Okay, I'll give it a shot. You go listen to one and you listen to Evan and you either 
love him, love the message, love his guests, love his questions, love his interview style. Or you say, this guy's not for me. I hate him. Awesome. Great. Right? Like move on and do something else. You do a test. But if you love the way that Evan thinks, and if you're listening to this show, chances are you do, then maybe it's worth going a little bit deeper. Maybe you subscribe to the show. Maybe you start listening more deeply. Maybe when Evan launches a book, you go buy it. When Evan launches a course, you go check it out. If Evan offers consulting, you sign up for a half an hour session and you see how it goes, right? Taste, test, try. And if Evan's your guy, awesome. If he's not, great. There's somebody else for you. People aren't tasting enough. And, and there's so many people who are putting out free stuff. That's your first entry. Don't go and sign up for some $10,000 course for somebody you've never heard of, right? Start with their YouTube videos or their podcasts and then, and then buy an $8 book, right? right? And then buy it, right? Like slowly work your way up. And then you see if it's working for you. So it's one, how do you feel about yourself doing it? And then two, are you getting results? So do you do coaching and consulting? Do you have that as a service? Yeah, yeah. So we help people get into multifamily investing. Great. So if you want to get into multifamily investing, Evan's got a strategy. He can coach you. He can help you. When you're working with Evan, two things. One, do you feel better about yourself? When you leave a call or leave, leave meeting him one-on-one, -on -one, leave listening to the show, do you feel better about yourself or worse? Right? And hopefully better, right? If you feel better <laughs> about yourself, that's a good feeling, right? Like you want more of that. How about we do a little bit more? And then two, are you getting results? Are, are the investments that you're making paying off and working. And if, if those two things match up, right, then, then you want to, you want to, if that's work, you want to hang out with Evan as much as possible. You want to be involved in everything that he's doing because you're feeling better about yourself and you're getting results. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. And I love that. You know, like it, it is so important, you know, going after that uh, or, or consuming or, or taking in that content uh, and learning from others that are maybe a few steps ahead of you. And then the most important part is taking action and, and getting, looking for results. And if you don't, then course correct or find a new mentor or, or, or look at what is going on um, in your actions and see how you can get better. Yeah. And I think also just paying attention to how you feel about yourself because you can get results. Like maybe you get results with Evan, but he makes you feel like an idiot every time, right? <laughs> like don't be with that guy. Go somewhere, right. go somewhere else. Right. Um, so, so those two things and, and test the waters, you know, somebody should do some, you should do a small test. And then if that works, you keep, you keep up in the ante. So what, what got you hooked on the, the idea of helping uh, tap into the, the human potential? Well, your purpose comes from your pain. So whatever the thing you struggled with the most growing up is the thing that you want to help other people with for the rest of your life. So, I struggled a lot with entrepreneurship. I was 19. It was, it was the lowest point of my life. And I'm talking emotional pain, not physical pain, right? When did you feel the most worthless as a human being? Where you felt like you had little to no value as a person? That. Whatever caused that, helping other people who are currently feeling that will fill you up for life. So for me, it's helping entrepreneurs because I struggled so much as an entrepreneur. Um, and that will never get old. How I execute it may change. It's YouTube videos, it's podcasts, it's shows like this. In 10 years, it might be VR Evan and hologram Evan coming into yeah. your living room and who knows where it's going to go. Evan and Evan. Evan, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's still going to be helping entrepreneurs for the rest of my life. Right. So what you mentioned, you've, you've struggled a lot as an entrepreneur. What, what were those struggles? 
Man, so uh, I thought I wanted to be an investment banker. In my high school yearbook, it says, where are you going to be in, in 10 years? It said VP right. at a bank. Um, entrepreneurship also, I'm 39 years old now, right? So entrepreneurship wasn't a hot thing. Nobody, none of my friends wanted to be entrepreneurs. There were no models to look to to say, you have to be crazy to be an entrepreneur. So I thought, I'll be a banker. I like business. So that just made sense to me. Uh, but I didn't really know. Then I got into university and I connected with two entrepreneurs who started a company and they asked me to join as a 30% owner and make 300 bucks a month. Uh, so, you know, not a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And, and I had wow. that versus taking a job with uh, McKinsey Consulting or uh, Merrill Lynch Investment Banking, which dream job, what I wanted to do, what all my friends wanted to do, you know, making a, six figures a year, travel around the world right. for 300 bucks a month. and 30% of a startup company in, in biotech software where I can't code and science was my worst subject. Uh, it was the hardest <laughs> so you decision. you went with the obvious choice. Yeah, it was the hardest decision of my life. But I decided that I would rather know and fail than not know. I did not want to live with regret my whole life. I thought, it, I didn't think that it actually worked out. I didn't know that we had a high chance of success. I just felt like, I'm going to regret this if I don't take this shot yep. and that in another year, I could always go back and get another job. It may not be with Merrill Lynch. It may not be that much money, but I could get another banking job. I didn't know if I'd ever get this shot again. So I, I went for it, but we struggled, you know, we struggled. I, I was making 300 bucks a month. I was too embarrassed to tell my friends that I was struggling. So I would skip out on pizza and beer nights because I couldn't afford it. That 20 bucks was a lot for me. Uh, but I would tell them I'm, I'm hustling. I'm living the entrepreneur life. I'm grinding on my company. Right. Cause I was embarrassed. Yeah. I was ashamed that I was sucking. Um, and it got to the point where I quit on my business partner where I told him that I, I can't keep doing this. I, I mean, yeah. I just feel like I'm worthless. Like I'm put, it, I'm putting in effort. It's not for lack of effort. I'm putting in yeah. effort every single day and we're just not, we're not getting anywhere. Um, and so, I mean, I could still go back to that moment. That was crazy. It was the most painful day of my life is when I, when I quit on my business partner. And so I get it. And, and I think that's what the entrepreneur journey is for so many people. And I want to make that path a little bit easier for other people so that they don't have to struggle as much as I did. So how did you transition into now you're, you know, the top entrepreneur channel on YouTube and you know, hundreds of millions of views. How, how did you get to that point? Where, where did it start? Did you go all in at the beginning or did you do it as a side hustle? Yeah, I think people can get there a lot faster than I did. I didn't really have the whole idea of purpose comes from pain. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was just floating around <laughs> and figuring stuff out. Uh, at the same time, YouTube, I started YouTube April, 2009. So it's over 10 years ago. Wow. And at the time, YouTube was not a platform for education. You, you wouldn't find any of this. This kind of interview did not exist on YouTube. Yeah. It was, it was a cat, you know, coughing up a hairball and a, and a lady falling down the street. It was yeah. just really stupid stuff. <laughs> but I had just sold my company. I got asked to do a bunch of speaking and, and people were emailing me questions. And, and it's very humbling to think that anybody cares what I have to say about something. You know, especially at the beginning, any, any comment you get is like, oh man, they liked it. You know, and any yeah, question, exactly. oh, they care what I think, you know, it's, <laughs> it's humbling. But 
I found that I would spend 30, 40 minutes in making an email response. And I thought I can do this faster just over video. Yeah. So I recorded the video and, and I, and I emailed them the YouTube link and I thought it would help that person. And it may help a hundred more people, but there was no aspiration. It didn't even exist. It didn't even cross my mind. I'm not that smart. Like I, this, I couldn't predict that this is what was going to happen with YouTube. I just stayed consistent. I kept doing it. And now, you know, five, 6,000 videos later, here we are. Wow. So what about, I mean, you, you must have faced some sort of internal struggle uh, along, along your journey of learning and growing and, and helping others. What, what got you through those tough moments? Uh, I think you should always have them. If you don't have internal struggles, then you're not growing. Then life is just easy. Yeah. And you don't want easy. Like I think if there's nothing in your calendar in the next month that scares you, you hate your life. <laughs> I love that quote. You're just doing the same thing over yeah. and over again. And that's, and then you actually hate your life. Yeah. So it's learning to accept that I do difficult things. You do difficult things. I think watching language is really important. Why are you not doing the thing that you want to do? Well, it's difficult. It's hard or I'm scared is typical answers. It's difficult. It's yeah. hard. I'm scared. Great. You, if I hear myself say that, then I have to do it. Cause we do, yeah. you do scary. You do hard. You love difficult. You don't want easy. Easy is boring. You don't want easy. Yeah. And it's really in that, that zone of uncertainty too, is where a, a lot of growth happens is like that. Just taking one step out of your comfort zone. All of, all, all of, of the growth, growth happens. happens. Zero growth happens when you're just doing things that you already know how to do. Yeah. So what is, what is one thing that you're doing right now to, to get into your zone of discomfort? Um, that's a great question. As soon as I catch it, the hardest part is catching it. As soon as I catch it, I attack it. Yeah. So as an example, I'm on, a, I'm on an 18 day, no elevator challenge right now. I live in a condo. I'm on the 13th floor. Um, oh, dang. <laughs> but it's the best. Like That's it awesome. doesn't yeah. until it's hard, right? And so when I'm taking my dogs out, I have to carry them. And so now I've got these two dogs that I'm carrying up <laughs> 13 flights as well. But I just came back from an event I was speaking at in Dallas. And we're at the Doubletree Hotel. And I asked them, can I take this? I'm on a no elevator challenge. Can I take the stairs up? A lot of times in hotels, the ground floor is locked. So you can't go up. You oh, can yeah, yeah. And she said, yeah, it's, it's around the back, but I can show you how to get there. It's like, but you're on the ninth floor and you got your luggage. Do you want me to put you on like the third floor? I'm like, no. Just yeah. hearing, like even exactly. the watch, even that making it easier. No, 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 no. <laughs> I do difficult things. And I'm, I'm carrying all my stuff up ninth floor. I'm totally gassed. And then I, that's when you actually feel great about yourself. When you do the difficult thing. Yeah. You don't, you don't feel great about brushing your teeth in the morning. It's easy. It's the difficult things that that's where your self love, self respect, self pride comes from. And so, uh, for the, the, the two things are when you hear yourself saying it's difficult, it's hard, I'm scared. You have to do it. Or for the feelers in your audience, when you feel your heart beating, boom, 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 boom. That's go time. Yep. That's when you got to do it. Yeah. Step into it. Don't teach yourself that you're afraid and you play small. Yeah. Don't reinforce that habit. You're afraid and you do it. Even if you suck at the result, I don't care about the result. I care about the effort. Like if you were super nervous to have this interview, for example, and then you show up and all you do is vomit all over the screen. <laughs> Post. At least I you pop. showed up. 
that's that's the whole thing. Yeah. If you show up for your life every day, things will change. Most people tie their self-worth to winning. And what happens then is you only do things that you have a high degree of chance of winning at, and therefore you play small for the rest of your life. Where if you tie your self-esteem to trying and putting your best effort out, you'll do things you thought you were capable of. Show up. That's number one. I love it. Well, real quick, just in in closing, what, um, what is, what is your definition of monumental success? Um, I'm really stuck with definitions. I don't really think too much about it, but I think (laughs) being able to do, being able to do purposeful work that lifts you up every day is what I strive to do every day. You know, I want to do work that matters, that serves my purpose, that helps other people. Um, so that's, that's monumental success for me. I love that. And honestly, I, that's why I really wanted to have you on the show because I, I believe you are living your passion and you are literally making monumental, massive change in the world, uh, through your videos and coaching and and books and speaking. And so I, I, I praise you and I thank you and, um, and really just keep having amazing monumental impact on the world. Cool, man. I appreciate you. Well, how can people reach out to you or follow you? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm Evan Carmichael everywhere. You can, you can find me easily, but I, I have, here's a request for your audience more. Uh, you've done, this is 50 episodes deep. Uh, yeah. 50 episodes. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work putting these shows together. It's a lot of comfort zone pushing. It's a lot of setup. You know, Evan's here in Costa Rica at the gift shop, just making <laughs> this thing work because he committed to doing it. If, if you found value in this episode or any of Evan's other episodes, I want you to leave a comment. What's the best way? iTunes, what do you want? You want an iTunes review or YouTube comment? What's best? Yeah, way? let's do YouTube. We got to put this on YouTube. Go to YouTube, go to his video. If you're listening to the audio version, go to, go to his YouTube channel, Evan Holiday, or is it Monumental Success? Which one? Uh, Evan Holiday. Evan Holiday. Holiday with an A and, and go leave some kind of, I know it's an extra step. I know maybe you listen to this in the car and that means you got to get out at the office and pull out your phone. It's two minutes. <laughs> Evan's putting in insane work to make this stuff happen. Just go send a little bit of love, leave a comment on any of his videos. It means so much, especially at the beginning to the creators. It means so much to know that you're being impacted by his work. So, so please, please, please do that for us. Yes, I love that. Thank you so much, Evan. Uh, this is this is amazing. I really appreciate you being on here. Um, we'll have to get to the Doritos story later. Right. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to have Evan back on here at some point. Um, but with that, guys, have a monumental day. <laughs>